What's up? My name is Jessamine Violet. I'm a writer and musician. And for this episode of Off the Record, I will be reading a chapter from my recently published debut novel, Secret Rules to Being a Rock Star. This is rule number 25. The past will always haunt you. That night, Robert and I drove along Sunset Boulevard listening to the dissonant wailing of the bell tops, sharing a stiff drink out of Robert's driving thermos deep in the search for Ruby Sky. We'd done a drive-by of her cottage on Beechwood. We'd checked a cafe on Gower where she liked to write. The next stop was Sunset Strip's Rainbow Bar and Grill. Robert said it was a legendary place where people went to meet others in the music industry. He went there, strictly to drink. We valeted the car and walked up to the entrance. A variety of Hollywood characters, actors, musicians, groupies, sat on the front patio, cigarettes blazing, drinks in hand. The guy at the door was an older Italian mobster type in a suit with a droopy nose and silly putty skin. He nodded at Robert and didn't ask me for ID. Inside, I fell in love with the vintage charm of the place. Rainbow Christmas lights and countless photos of famous artists decorated the walls. A giant stone fireplace blazed at the front of the dining room. Circular red vinyl booths were crowded with people. Glistening pizza perched on stands on the tables and the whole place radiated with the smell of pizza, garlic, and french fries. My stomach twisted with desire. No ruby and no open tables, Robert said. Let's try the back patio. He greeted the tattooed bartenders and tough-looking waitresses as we walked past the kitchen out to the patio with a separate bar. A high cocktail table with two chairs was open in the corner. Perfect, he said, and he pulled out a chair for me. I sat down as Robert went up to the bar for drinks. Three women who were dressed like they had just finished shifts at a strip club were perched in front of tall drinks. They were gorgeous, but I had to look away because one of them kept chewing on her fingernails and it turned my stomach. Here we go, lightning fingers, Robert said, returning with our drinks. I think that's my favorite nickname I've ever had, I said. Well, I can't say you're the only one I've called that, but you're the one who likes it the most, he replied with a smirk. I rolled my eyes and sampled my drink. I was starting to enjoy the initial punch of the first sip, learning to expect the fizzy aftershock of dizziness. I couldn't help but wince as I took another sip, though. It seemed there were only two types of drinks in L.A., strong and stronger. What's wrong? My stomach's so empty that I feel drunk already. He stood up. I can fix that. Robert disappeared and reappeared so quickly it seemed almost suspect. He was carrying a wicker basket with a napkin in it. Several tiny loaves of warm bread were nestled inside. Thanks, here, I said, handing him one. He shook his head and held up his hand. I don't do bread, he said, hangs off these old hips. I sighed and took a tiny bite as something caught my eye at the bar. A woman who could have been Ruby from behind. 
The lighting was so dim I couldn't tell if her hair was purple or brown. Robert turned to follow my gaze. She twisted her head and it became instantly apparent that it wasn't Ruby. So when I looked back at Robert and he had gigantic saucer eyes, I was confused. What? It's not her, I said. Yes, it is, he said, his voice almost a whisper. No, I can see her face from where I'm sitting and it's not. He gave me such a chilly stare that I shivered. I think I'd recognize my ex-wife from 200 feet away, let alone 10, he said, his voice all flat again. My eyes searched the room again, and I saw her. Linda Crosby had appeared in the doorway past the bar, looking tan and tantalizing in a thin white dress over lace leggings and boots. Her hair was long, loose, and professionally sun-streaked and seemed to move separately from her body like a bunch of restless grass snakes. She didn't fit in among all the salty rocker types on the patio, and a lot of them had taken immediate notice. She stood in the doorway, pondering her next move, when a striking guy with dark stubble came up from behind her and kissed her bare shoulder. She hadn't seemed to notice Robert yet which was good because Robert was frozen in a particularly hideous expression, like he'd stepped in dog crap or something. His despair permeated the air. Should we? He waved me silent and finished his drink in one swallow. If jealousy was the emotion painted all over his face, it was a color I hoped I'd never see again. Linda and the guy made their way to the bar. She was staring straight ahead, but not really seeing anything. In her mind, she was probably miles away, sipping martinis on a balcony in Malibu. I wondered why they were here. They looked like they'd come straight from some yacht party photo shoot or something. Robert stood up abruptly, just as one of the women standing next to us drunkenly tried to pass a tequila shot off the bar to her friend and sloshed some on Linda, who whipped around angrily to see Robert standing there. I stared at her, hypnotized by her unearthly, airbrushed looks. She and Robert held each other in a steely eye lock. She finally broke it to check me out. I wondered why she was paying me the slightest bit of attention, let alone giving me a catty look, until I realized she thought I was his date. Robert shattered the silence. What are you doing here? She threw her head back and let out the tinny bounce of a fake laugh. What am I doing here? That's actually a good question. This place isn't my style. Greg likes it for some silly reason. Greg, presumably the stubble guy, had his back to us and was busy ordering drinks from the bartender. Dating down. I'm shocked, Robert said dryly. She flashed Robert a sharp knife smile. And I see you've gotten yourself a cute little no-name. She's young, very young. Poor thing must think you still have it. He held her in a level stare. She knows I've never been worse. Her face shifted ever so slightly. Well, guess you've had your time. Don't be so hard on yourself. That's how it goes. You rise and then you fall. Dating younger girls doesn't help you get it back. You, of all people, should know that. Linda looked like, and even seemed to speak like, a robot. Totally cliche lines, completely devoid of emotion. 
Her date turned around with two drinks in hand. Here you go, babe, he said, and he held the drink out for her. She didn't take it. He noticed Robert and me and raised an eyebrow. What's up? Nobody answered for a moment, letting his question hang stupidly in the air. Then Linda said, Greg, this is my ex-husband, Robert. Oh, heavy. Robert's eyes remained on Linda the entire time. Well, you're still a raging bitch. That doesn't go away no matter how many brainless models you date. Greg put the drinks on the bar and stepped closer to Robert. He was pretty ripped, but Robert had a few inches on him. Hey, do we have a problem, man? Robert punched him faster than I'd ever seen anyone get punched. A blur of fleshy movement, and then Greg was on the ground holding his nose. Blood streamed through his fingers, creating a dark liquid bloom on the front of his shirt. The iciest smile slipped across Linda's lips. You and the teenager belong together. As people swarmed around Greg and Linda, Robert grabbed my arm and we hightailed it through the patio. Robert snagged his keys from the rack as the valet guy rushed towards us. Hey, you can't do that. Robert pushed him away and he fell over as we tore across the parking lot to where the car was parked. I barely had time to jump in before Robert accelerated and the car roared out of the back of the lot. We raced up Laurel Canyon so fast I had to close my eyes. Even in the California heat, I was shivering. I dug my nails into the side of the passenger seat, the surprise sucker punch on replay in my head. We climbed the canyon in silence. The city lights flickered and twinkled down below as if everything was going to be okay. That was the thing about L.A. that scared me the most so far. Everything looked so good from the outside, but was malicious in so many hidden ways.